This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tiki, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And Maya Salon McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno. And also Maya's neighbors, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if they're you're chatting listening, it up, they're chatting it up. This is not Bongo neighbor though. So Right. Different neighbor. Yeah. yeah. Different neighbor. Bungles. Bungles. Bengals. Oh, hey, I don't know if this sounds different to you guys, but we've got some new equipment. Yeah. You, you're also like equipment. making your voice extra radio-y. Yeah, right. that, I'm you're definitely like, working does it, does it sound different? different? Hello out there. They call right. these dulcet tones. Dulcet tones. <laughs> I don't know. That's sort of, I feel like that's what I hear uh, people talk about when they're talking about radio voices. Yeah. NPR and whatnot. The dulcet tones. Yeah. Yeah, we got these um, like... Sound baffles. Yeah, sound baffles. They're, I think they're uh, pretty. Yeah. I mean, I like they aesthetically pleasing. Oh, all right. I was just that. I mean, I can hear a difference. I like it. I'm digging it. Yeah. Makes us look professional. Yeah, profesh or bizarre. I, I, we can only see each other's eyes, which yeah. is a little strange. But. <laughs> well, I can see more of, uh, actually, from where I'm at, I can see more of you, like both of you, than I think maybe you can of me for some reason. I can see I Josh, but you I can't can see, see I can only see Chris's eyes, so... All right, so um, on this week's podcast, it was all Maya uh, came up with a, the the idea, yeah, because we were in one of those like, eh, what do we talk about uh, times? Because you all listeners falling down on the job, not telling us what to talk about. Yeah, man, ask we, me a question, please. Ask, do something. Yeah, we need it. We I, also no, spent you, like you guys are great, but. the entire morning cleaning up. Yeah, we ready. did a lot of stuff. So anyway, um, but Maya had, had something she thought would would be interesting to chat about, and we uh, agreed in a way that was like, let's do it. I thought it would be fun to kind of just muse upon uh, physicality and what it is, and how that like what it is in martial arts and what we think it is. So like different aspects of so when people say, oh, that person's an athlete, oh, they're so physical. You know, are we talking about strength? Are we talking about speed? Are we talking about something else? Um, are we talking about like skill with your body? I mean, there's all these different aspects of um, someone who is uh, athletic or, you know, physically, physically superior. Physically gifted. Right. And so I thought it'd be fun to kind of break down what those pieces are and kind of talk about maybe how they apply to other martial arts and how they apply to Aikido and maybe how what we see, you know, of course, because we can only talk from our own style, like what we see as important aspects versus less important aspects for, for our, our thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a good topic. I think it's, I think thinking about athleticism as you're describing right now is something we don't really do a lot of mm -mm. in the martial arts as a whole. And Aikido is really guilty of this. Um, and I we, mean, there are like it. seven or eight athletic Aikido people, so uh, we should talk about those. <laughs> those seven we people. talk about those And people. it ain't, it, it's none of us sitting around this, uh, around the podcast no it's interesting <laughs> i think it is interesting because just in your uh you know quick little intro there um the things that you mentioned uh you know were uh strength and speed and i feel like that's the that's it yeah for most like that's those are the those two are the things two, yeah it's like are you strong are you fast and i feel like there's a whole uh bunch of other things that come into play for instance like you know 
what is your range of motion? You know, which sure. is not strength or speed necessarily, but what sure. is your range of motion? Sure. What is your uh, capabilities for uh, sustained uh, activity? Right. Like what's your car- cardio? Right. What is your right. cardio level? You know, because I feel like I have a much stronger cardio level than a lot of people, but my muscular strength is not as high. You know what I'm saying? So if we're doing something where I just have to move a whole lot, I can do that all day. If we're doing something where I got to like use my muscles to get up and down, like that's going to tax me out a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think there's, yeah, there's a, there is a huge, like vast array of things we all bring down to speed and yeah. strength. I mean, I think it's just a little bit of, of ignorance because, uh, like, you know, strength can mean a lot of things and yeah. speed can mean a lot of things you know so speed could mean explosive ability it could mean right, quickness right. it could mean agility right strength could mean conditioning it could mean muscular strength it could also mean explosiveness depending on how you're using it you know so so it's like eh, we we just have a we just tend to go oh, are you fast and strong right right yeah, like everything just kind of like lump them right. together but i right. mean you know we shouldn't this shouldn't be a surprise to us, having talked about this, like uh, martial arts for the last however long, that, uh, yeah, we tend to be really vague in everything, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. we tend to go, this fight. Okay, well, what does that mean? You I, know, strength. I, like, I think that's just probably the level of kind of understanding that most regular, regardless of martial arts, regular people have of athleticism is right. just like when when you ask regular people what working out looks like, they go going to the gym, which generally yeah. means uh, lifting some weights, uh, or uh, running, going right. outside and going for a run, Jog- right. and jogging. like jogging, well, right? well whatever. Right. I don't know what <laughs> speed you think. walking. I don't know what you is. think running is. Yeah, um, but I mean that's how I, people kind of. It's like those two things are the main things people think of when they think of working out, and right. like that kind of equates, I think, to just strength, right. speed, and right. there's so much more than those things. But also, there's so much more that goes into those things that I think people learn about if they get into it but if they don't then that's as far as they get yeah it's it's really hard and i think most people just think like tense muscles is the thing like that's what makes someone powerful you know and i mean that's definitely an aspect but i mean to me athleticism is the relationship of a state of relaxation and a state of complete contraction Mm -hmm. you know and like and done in a balanced and coordinated way Mm -hmm. and like when you have all that together you have an athletic person you know um but you know if you are so a lot of people who study say internal style martial arts or things like aikido or you know these quote-unquote intellectual you know soft styles or whatever i think they kind of have the idea that like people who are doing athletics are just like trying to be as hard as possible like in the sense of muscularly as hard as possible Mm -hmm. like you know that like you know i need the biggest pecs the biggest biceps the biggest quads you know and the ability to go from a relaxed state to a contracted state is really what athletic people are looking for right right. and so like regardless of muscle tone or size yeah that's exactly right i mean you know like especially when you have weight classes and stuff like that for athletics it doesn't really kind of matter how big you are you know it depends i mean if you're doing something you have to be big you have to be big but but when we're just talking about athleticism and if that person's an athlete whether it be a hundred pound athlete or a 215 pound athlete like um the the ability to control their body and go from relaxed to contracted states like a like a jockey is as equally as athletic as a whatever 
you know, sure. I, I mean, e, you know, right. And in, I, I think in quotes I'll put equally, you know, yeah, no, whatever, I mean, I, I don't but. even know if you need to put it in the fucking quotes. Like, I see what you're saying, but it's like and I think this is not what people think about, too, is athleticism is task specific also. Right. Right. And so, like, you know, if, if someone said, oh, an athlete is, uh, you know, and I'm sure there are some some horse racing fans out there who are really like, what the fuck? Because, like, you know, if you say like, oh, someone who runs a decathlete and, and a jockey are both fantastic athletes. And you could just say objectively, yeah, like, oh, the athlete's a real right, athlete right. and the jockey's not. But it's like there's a task specificness. Now, you put that decathlete on a horse. Right. He's not going to ride that horse as well. Right. You know, like um, so there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. You know, dirt bike riders have to be amazingly athletic. Right. You know, like anything you do at a high level, you have to have a high level of athleticism. I think there's another piece. I'm just sort of throwing this in the throwing this part in the ring as that's well. the kind of episode it is yeah um is like being good with your body and i like being a good like picking shit up quickly body knowledge body, body knowledge i physical, guess physical yeah i don't know what you call that like i is that a different thing than just being like explosive or any of the other things that we've named so far like 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 being proprioceptic or kinesthetically aware like yeah, you know kinesthetically so, aware i think is what uh-huh. i mean and i think I think it does relate because I think you cannot have you cannot have a lot of the other stuff like you can't transmit your physicality without that. You know what I'm saying? So I could be as physical as like, you know, as whatever, but like if you cannot transmit that to action, then what does it matter? Right? And so that that would be the Yeah, you know, I, I mean I I think that's a so I I think we just said some simple stuff. Um, are you balanced and are you coordinated? Mm. I think that's what Maya's getting at with that. I could be wrong, but like balanced and coordinated. And I think that's also what Josh is saying. And if you yeah. can't transmit yeah. that to something, right? So if you're not coordinated enough to hit a baseball, who cares how powerful you are? You can't hit a baseball. Right. And, yeah. You know, if you miss, you miss. Right. 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 Yeah. You know, I think that is what I'm saying is, yeah, like the, 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 yeah, coordination, I think. And I think a lot of people kind of, discount that or they think that's not something that can be built um as much as anything else you know what i mean yeah like i think you can build muscle but yeah well it's like all you those can definitely build coordination you know like all those bodybuilders i have yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it's like all those you know bodybuilder guys and people tend to think like bodybuilder guys are like you know amazing like whatever but it's like no they look good can they do stuff with that? Right. That's another question. Right, 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 and there right, are right. people that can, but there are certainly, I've seen, you know, people, they, they cannot. Right. I mean, I think by definition, bodybuilding is about aesthetically making your body built. Like that. that is the idea is you go in front of judges and they look at you and they decide if your biceps look right, big right. and strong enough. And there isn't really a requirement that you can do uh, physical things, right. you know, do athletic things. But I mean, also, I think what Josh is saying in this, which is absolutely true, is you will gain a lot of power. I mean, the sure. you know, bodybuilders aren't weak. I mean, that's right. definitely not the case. Um, but are they as coordinated and balanced as, say, an NFL lineman? Almost positively not, right. you know, like, I mean, if you put Arnold Schwarzenegger in any athletic contest against your average NFL football right. player, there would be no contest, right. you know, like. I, I think, and I don't know how to get at this. I'm trying to pick at it in a way that makes sense. But like a question in my head a lot of the times is like how much of physicality is a skill and how like versus like building physicality being a skill. You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. like. What is nature and what is something that you can build and, and is it all 
all something that you can build and like i don't know like i wish we could disentangle sort of yeah, like i think we can that that stuff yeah i mean you know so so one is the 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 building blocks you were given right so you know some people make mental connections to their muscles faster than other people um, some people have higher number of fast twitch muscles. Some people have higher number of slow twitch muscles. Some people are taller. Some people are shorter. Some people are naturally faster. All kinds of shit. Better right, connections right. of your More ligaments. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Sure, sure. So there's that. Okay. And and I think what we assume when we see athletes, if you're if you have not trained in any athletic endeavor, I think you assume that athletes are just basically born and then they learn to play a sport on top of that. Right. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, They're yeah. teaching the baseball players how to hit a ball. That's right. That's right. And that's that's what right. They're, they're already learning. athletes. Right. right. But they could also do whatever else, you know. Right. That, right. Like it yeah. doesn't the, the skill isn't doesn't matter. The right. skills only how to play the game. Right, I think is right, what people right, think. Right, right. Yeah. And, and so like, OK, so the first part of that we got to kind of weed out is, you know, there are some natural born traits that will make you better at some tasks you know so ah. being really tall is good for basketball right, right? and right. so like that's just a truth and we can little see that mini person is good for jockeying. jockeying right exactly right so like you josh, know josh you missed your game, calling know. <laughs> yeah. i'm slightly I'm, I'm a little too big yeah, I feel you're like. a bit too big I'm i think a little too big yeah, for think, jockey. Uh, I think jockeys would be, oh, no, you're a fat set. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hate them. I hate them, those jockeys. You're just a little bit too much over 100 pounds. Yeah. Right, right. Um, anyways, but uh, so, 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 of course, there are some, some God-given traits uh, that you will just have that are, are better for some sports. And that's why we could see, you know, uh, you know, if you look at the Olympics, you're looking at people who have maxed out their everything. And there are just people who, aside from hitting the right cycle in their, you know, mental state and everything, just have a genetic advantage over someone else. I mean, Michael Phelps, like, you know, his VO2 is crazy and, right, he's, right. you know, I mean, he's just a yeah. super athlete, you know, so he's got all kinds of advantages. But everyone else he's competing against, those people have uh, – we kind of got off track. But anyway, <laughs> so let's go back. Let's go back just, just a step. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. But um, so the, the problem is that most – I don't think most people understand that just like learning a subject in school, sports and athleticism is the same way. So, you know, everyone's born with certain advantages. Some people are born a little smarter than others and can process or have better memory or whatever. But it's the active desire to improve that that makes you better. And I think we miss that early on, right? So kids who are like, running every day and climbing trees and, you know, jumping over stuff and balancing on walls. And those kids become athletic because of all the crap they're making themselves do at a really young age. And the kid who sits on the couch isn't doing that. And so then later in life, I think the kid who sat on the couch says, oh, they were born athletic. Right. And it's like, no, that's not necessarily true. So this you know? is a this is a thing that I have come to realize that like anything, anything. And I'm going to say that. And I, I believe it's true. That is a skill. Can be learned, right? So, look, if you want to play a guitar and be Billy Badass guitar, you can learn to play, do that. Uh-huh. It's not out of the way. If you want to learn to play basketball, you can learn to do that. There are skills that you can learn to, doesn't matter how tall you are, how whatever, you can learn to play basketball and be decent, good. Right. Like, right. De you know, Obviously, if you're my size, there you'll cap out in in some of the things that you can do. I'm never going to be able to dunk, I don't think. 
But <laughs> I love I, it. I love it. At 43, Josh's like, ah, I'm still got some time. I mean, yeah, I, but, I like that. I but I, get, I got hops. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Josh got mad hops. But the but my point is that like those if I wanted to, tomorrow I could still go out and learn all the skills that would be needed to do that, to play baseball, to do sure, like whatever. Sure, absolutely. Um and 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 be serviceable. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a thing that like people don't don't realize. And it's the same thing with with I feel like I learned it through Aikido, which is like, oh yeah, you will you will learn a, you can learn a thing and as be an adult. Good, as an adult and be good at it. Yeah. You don't have to be born. I wasn't born a martial artist. Right. Like, that's that, and I think that's all. obvious to everyone. I think that's an interesting one to talk about. You know, yeah. and but but here I am and I can do it. Um and it really has for me opened up like everything to be like, oh, all I have to do is put forth the effort to learn, right, learn the thing. Right, right, right. I think, you know, aside from the athleticism right now, I think endeavoring to master anything in your life, and it, I just mean literally endeavoring to master, like genuinely attempting to get really good at something, is like this awesome life lesson. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. you will start to make achievements that seem supernatural from a previous state of mind, you know, yeah. where you're like, totally. I can never do that thing. And then you are doing it. And then other people will look at you and go, whoa, you do that so well. And you're like, how? okay. Right, exactly right. <laughs> like, and and you know the process that you put in to get there, but to them it's like magic, you right. know, and they're thinking, I could never get there because they've never right. endeavored to master that. My dad thing, has you know? this thing all the time where he see, he, he'll always ask me about, like, guitar players. I'm like, ah, is that guy really good? Whatever. And it's like, I try to explain to him, like, oh, man, look, at, at that level that he's asking about, they're all good. They're all, like, whatever. But, and he, he seems to think that, like, there are people who are just gods that are just born like yeah having whatever and there might be people who are more inclined like you were saying to a certain thing but it's all a skill and truthfully the people who you see who are really awesome at a thing typically have been doing it since they were eight right Right. they've been putting a bunch of fucking time in that is exactly right and that's the thing to me it's like it's the time that you put in more than uh, whether you're naturally gifted that's or, right. you know, that's right. those kind of things. Typically, those people will be naturally gifted because, look, you gravitate towards the things that you are good at. You know, so right. you, you're not and, – and you give up things that you're not good at. So you try something and you're like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, right. I'm not coordinated enough to do soccer. Let's, right. So and right you, now, of course, you know. you're not coordinated enough to do that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's really easy, especially when we look at like elite level athletes to say, um, oh, I could never be there. And it's like, well, it depends on, you know, when you start and all this, but you know, like, you know, you know, maybe you could never be there, but can you understand how that person got there? And it's not like they were just born. And then a coach saw them and said, you're a great runner. And then, then they went and won a gold medal. You know, it's like they tried really hard for a long time. And then someone said, I think you've got potential and that potential could be because you're genetically gifted or it could be because you've got so much drive that you're out there running every day or it could be who knows what. But then someone puts a bunch of time into you and teaches you how to do it. And then you are fortunate enough and able enough and continue to have the drive enough to push further into the upper echelon of something, you know, and that's like the Michael Jordan, you know, that like he was cut from the basketball team or whatever, you know, and then but so like if you had looked at him at a certain point, you would be like this dude, come on. And now it's like obvious that he's like the greatest basketball player, you know. 
Right. It's interesting. There's a, a some video somewhere of Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson talking about the two of them coming up through the ranks, you know. And it's really interesting because, I mean, here are the two two of the greatest boxers of all time. And they were both, I think they were in the exact same Olympics together. They did a lot of stuff together. And um, it's really interesting to hear them talk because when they talk about their early years, they weren't the best boxers. You right. know, and I right. think if you knew their careers, you would be like, they clearly have been the best boxers ever. Yeah. I mean, they, Mike Tyson right. at 20, I think he was 20 when yeah, he yeah. won the, the boxing world championship. You know what I mean? And so it's like. That guy must have always been amazing. But if you hear him talk about him being, you know, 14, 14 or whatever, right. it's different. Yeah. You're yeah. getting his ass kicked. Exactly right. You know? So I feel like this is maybe not going to make any sense, but I feel like there's there's building the skill. So whatever it is. So like take running is like getting good at running. Uh-huh. And then there's how to build the skill. And those are both skills that you can have. Uh-huh. And so like with running at least i think there's certain things where where we don't think of it as much of a skill set so i think like running is at least for me my sister was very good at running growing up and i just thought it was a thing that she was just good at which everyone told her oh you're just so good at it you're so you do it all the time um but i didn't see how that there was any coaching to be done i just thought she got out there on a cross country team <laughs> right, right, and right, every right. day ran that's crazy you know. as her sister even you know? also we should explain that my sister's like a college runner and had a scholarship and like i mean yes. she's a very serious runner she's not just yeah. a kid who was pretty that fast ac2a like, was it ac2a level uh, i don't think or like in or like the lower level of that yeah, yeah. i think so yeah it's division a, a fair, one or whatever small division school, two so i don't think they're yeah. yeah yeah it would be nc2a but whatever division, division one yeah. 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 Division two. Her school wasn't that big, but I mean, she got a scholarship on it. So anyway, yeah. she's anyway, a good runner. Right. She's a really good <laughs> right. runner. Yes. All this to say, she's a good runner. And she spent, I mean, uh, most of her childhood running. Yeah. Um, and I thought running, like how to train to run was to go out and run five miles every day after after school. They That's what they would go do. And I, that's what I thought practice consisted of, which it did. And that was, I thought that was her building the skill of running. And while that's true, I missed the the coaching of the skill. You know what I mean? Right. And this is something I'm learning right now about. So let's take like weightlifting, you know, building muscle in the gym. Like there's the skill that that people get of like how to use the machines, how to, you know, how to do the exercises properly, how to, you know, how to build the muscle itself. But there's also the how to train it. So like how do you structure your sets? How right. often do you right. go? How do you, you know, how, how do you, do you eat? sleep? How do you, yep. That's right. like the meta level stuff. And I think like that is the, the, the hidden shit that people don't think about necessarily. And there's some things where it's obvious where it's like basketball. We think, oh, yeah, they've got to have coaches to coach them how to play basketball because that's an extra thing on top mm-hmm. of the athleticism of just going out and playing the game. But like for certain things, I think we miss that meta level skill building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think that that makes us sort of not appreciate the what the skill is. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, it's complex, is what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Um, there's a lot of stuff to do, and and I mean, you know, like we're we're really jumping all over the place here. Sorry. Is, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's totally cool. It's totally cool to hash all this out. But I mean, you know, like so. Uh, speaking of athleticism, is one specific thing, which is. How well do you know and use your body, right? Like that's right. what athleticism that's is. Old, yeah, yeah. Right. And old then there thing. is the task that we're going to apply that athleticism to. Right. And then there are the conditions around the development in that task, uh, the skill, to bu- skill building for the task. There are the conditions in which 
exist around that, right? And so right. that's what you're talking about right now, which is coaching, right? And so right. like coach knows, hey, you need to sleep this much, you need to eat this much. Next year, you need to do this much rest and this much work and do hills and do whatever it is. Right, you know, like. right. So let's let's see if we can't break this down because this is an Aikido podcast. Uh, for Aikido, so uh, and and go from the things that you just talked about. So you know the athleticism. How good are you? Blah blah blah. Using your body and you know what that means for Aikido. Uh, that middle level, whatever is their training that you, and then you know the 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 coaching, the instruction level. Yeah, I mean, so I think it's it's it, I I think in Aikido. I'm not trying to be an ass. It just, it just sucks. I mean, it just, it just, it just, just, no, I mean, uh, right. Like I, it's interesting because like, yeah, I think in a lot of ways in, as in a lot of like the athleticism, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily even come into play. Right. And, you know, I think for the reasons that you outlined earlier, which I think make it accessible to more people is because they know they're kind of not being to be judged or, worked on that state that it's like look it's just for you anyway so it doesn't really matter how athletic you are you know you could be really slow and old and it doesn't matter because you're not going to get cut from the team that's right that's right that's right and that's what i think makes it uh, intriguing to people who are not athletic because um they they're going to be accepted and be able to do it and i think the problem with that is that they're they're not also then let in that like yeah that's true that's all true and and I I don't think anyone wants to change that I certainly don't want to change that but it's like but now you are doing an athletic thing so you should start to learn about being mm-hmm. an athlete yeah, right? right like right. I was shocked the first time someone called me an athlete and I was like what and they were like you work out five hours a day right you do. six <laughs> days right. a week yeah you're an athlete and I was like oh son of a bitch you and know? I think that I kiddo like uh, other things. And so I would liken it to, uh, you know, like, let's say bowling or golf or something where it's like, look, you wouldn't necessarily think a bowler or a golfer is athletic. But then you see like a Tiger Woods or, you know, there's some bowling guys who are very athletic. And I think in Aikido, it's the same way where it's like, look, you don't have to be athletic necessarily for it to uh for, to to be able to do the thing, but, but if we helps. really want to like to understand it at at its like peak level, we need to have some athletic people. We need to 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 tap that market, so to speak, and bring those. You know, you have to be able to. You know, it is a movement art, so you have to be able to move. And if you can't move, then you are missing out on a huge part a a huge segment of what the thing is even about right i I really think you know like it's that there's there's got to be a name for this thing but it's like externally no one's going to um judge you or cut you or anything if you don't meet a certain athletic level right no one's going to do that yeah but you as an individual should care about your own athleticism. And that is part of what you're doing. What Josh is saying is like, you're doing a movement art, so you need to be able to move. So whatever that means, and, and you know, you could be in a wheelchair, but you learn to move in the wheelchair as well as you can possibly right. move in the wheelchair. Right. So like there is no actual standard set externally, but inside you should always say, how can I be the most athletic person I can be? Because that will make me better at this thing. It's a physical thing. Right. And I right. Think we are doing a, it, it cannot be, uh forgotten 
that we are doing a physical thing. That's right. That it is an art that exists inside of our, like, uh, in our bodies externally to the world. Yeah, and I I think that's kind of what I was sort of getting towards earlier is, like, that martial art, like, as martial artists, as a community, we sort of fancy ourselves, at least in more, especially in traditional martial arts, I think, we fancy ourselves as, so if if we have... Uh, level A is uh, athleticism, like base athleticism. Uh, level B is like skill in the okay. thing. And then level C is the coaching, like the meta oh. stuff that we talked about. Um, we see ourselves as falling into a lot of level B, which is about the skill, building the skill itself. Right. And we, like we were saying right now, like we take you wherever you're at, at level A, doesn't matter. There's no barrier. Um, and we really value that level B stuff. And I'm not sure we could go into level C, depending on what traditional martial art we're in. But I think B is where we really hit hard. And I think that sometimes that comes back to bite, that way of viewing the world kind of comes back to bite us because we downplay the importance of level A overall in the world for for anything physical. Yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. look at running and go, oh, you're just a meathead runner. You know what I mean? Or, right. oh, you're just a, you know, a meathead MMA guy. Like, you're just doing punching yeah, hitting just, hard I, I, think, you know? I think people should look at uh physicality athleticism as an intelligence i think that's yeah. the way they should look at it and so like you know if you hear someone who can't put together good sentences but they're an amazing athlete you tend to go oh that person's a meathead but not when it comes to using their body they're you you the person judging them cannot put sentences together physically as well as that, that person right, can right, put together right, sentences right, physically right, right. Yeah. and so so it's like there's a weird disconnect where you're not getting that that person's really smart on a physical physical level level. and that's not lesser. And and when we're talking about physical things, it's actually greater. Like the more you can use your body during physical things, the better you will be at the physical thing, you know? And so I think in martial arts, traditional martial arts, particularly like Maya is saying, we're trying to make it all about an intellectual thing. And as you push past the basic, basic uh, boundaries of your traditional martial art, you'll start quickly learning that, that's not true you there's a lot of other stuff you have to focus on yeah so let's uh talk a little bit about the physicality of uh aikido and what what are the things that are like if we had to sort of create a list or a ranking or you know like whatever yeah like what are the things that are important or you know more important or where where to put you know like do i need to go to the gym like if i'm gonna study uh aikido do i need to go to the gym and like lift out lift out a whole bunch do i need to go start running do i gotta right you know so i think yeah yeah I, i think what you're asking super good but i think there's actually at least two questions in there and maybe a couple more but but so um one thing is you know so the way you finished out that was you were saying like do i need to go to the gym all right so externally, no, you don't need to go to the gym because like we said, there's no point that you get cut off. There's no point that someone says, hey, you're not an Aikido guy because you can't bench 210. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> right, that right. that doesn't exist. So so um, uh, that's not true. But should you, for your choice to participate in a physical activity, go to the gym, yes, it will help you get better at that, right? And that just depends on your level of engagement, right? So if it's very low level engagement, going to Aikido class is, is probably enough, enough right. right? If you want to have a high level, then you have to do more outside training, you know, like, like I do a lot of outside training because I want my Aikido to be better, you know, so, so that's just level of, of commitment to the thing. But, you know, no one's going to tell you, you need to 
do whatever. Hopefully. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I mean, you might. <laughs> it, it really depends because it's like also, you know, so um, I had an Aikido teacher who uh, would tell students to do sabuti on their off time because mm. he wanted them to have the mental discipline. Actually, he didn't yeah, give a shit yeah, about yeah, the yeah. physicality of it. But and so like, you know, a teacher might assign things because of what they're thinking you should get for Aikido sure, outside. Sure, sure. But, but yeah, should you go to the gym? Yes, you should. Um, and then, then the other part, so that was the, the last part of what you said that, that I interpreted as a whole question. And then the question, the part before that was, um, what do you need to work on? So now that we're going to the gym, because we've decided we do, what do we work on in the gym? And I think that is a real problem because to talk about, because you have to know what your Aikido is doing in order to train it, right? So, for example, let's say I am a um, a runner, right? And and as a runner, I say, um, should I? I'm a sprinter, right? I sprint 50 meters, right? And so, uh, should I go to the gym? And everyone's like, yeah, you should. And so, you go and you do bench press every day and curl. So, you right. curls and bench press, right? <laughs> That's what you do at the gym, curls and bench press. I go to the gym, right? And it's like, boy, I'm not seeing gains. How come? It's like, well, because those – Muscle groups aren't as effective for developing your skill set as other muscle groups might be. And so your gym time is not as valuable and not, not done as well. Okay, so now I said that because if we're talking about what you need to train in the gym for Aikido, you have to understand what your Aikido is trying to do. Because otherwise, just like the runner, you right. end up working the wrong muscle groups for what you want to do. And so that, I would say, is very dependent upon... Um, what style of what Aikido you're, you're doing yeah. and what yeah. what the emphasis is like. So for us, um, agility, quickness, plyometrics, um, lower leg stuff, that's the most important part for what All the, the way stuff. I teach Aikido. Yeah, the stuff that makes your butt burn. Yeah, man. Um, so that's the stuff that that I think you should work on. Um, upper body stuff, it's nice to have a strong upper body and like, uh, you know, a good solid body overall is always going to be better, but that stuff's less important than right, your lower you're body. you're never going right? to have to pick something up you know, with yeah, and, and ideally you're not going to be wrestling or, with someone yeah. or, you know, like, um, it was funny. I was talking to one of our students the other day and he was, uh, a college wrestler and then coached wrestling for years. And, um, we were doing some pushups and he was kind of saying, uh, pushups, he kind of doesn't like them. Yeah. And, and, and he was saying like, why do you, you do pushups all the time? Like, well, it's important to be able to shove people away from, you, you know, and, and thinking from the IQ perspective, it's like, yeah, it is. Um, and he's like, oh, it's funny as a wrestler, we never did pushups. And I'm like, oh, really? What'd you do? He's all climb rope because you pull stuff into oh, you all yeah, the time. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense. And it's like, th there's a good example of, do you think Aikido is about pulling someone in? Because if it is, then rope climbing would be better than pushups. If you think it's about shoving people away then it would be more about push-ups than pull-ups right and and i think when you start to really look at this is this is really getting at the seed of the whole problem with the aikido community right now sorry i'm on a tirade guys no no but, it's great i love, love it. it um this is getting i the, love it the, no, <laughs> this is getting at the seed of, of the problem that um the whole aikido community has which is what is it you're trying to do? Right. Because how are you going to develop it if you're not specific about what you're trying Don't to do? Don't have a clue, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's some wrestling and 90% uh, Timmy, you know? And it's right. like, what the, What does that mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and if you think that it's a Timmy and you think that a Timmy is a specific thing, then you might be like, well, I got to lift a bunch of weights so I can be really strong and and, and powerful punching. Yeah, like whatever. Exactly, yeah. But it's like the way that we would interpret it, it's like, eh, that's not important, you know? Uh, being being powerful in that way is not important. Like, um, it's way more important to be able to be explosively mobile, right? Um, than it is to be to be able to 
punch someone or, right. or kick someone. And, and I think when you start to hash this out and, you know, like I'm telling you as an Aikido instructor who has a school and I care a lot about Aikido and I look at a lot of Aikido that I would say you would get drastically different answers as to what you should be working at the gym yeah, because yeah. people think the emphasis is on right. different things. And like that makes a really unstable art. And we're realizing that now. And that's why Aikido is right. quote unquote in crisis, you know? Yeah. But and we would hope that people would be at least at that level of being able to, of saying like you do need to go to the gym, you know or, what and, you and need like, to do. We're not sure, go but. right, but <laughs> and, and I'm saying go to the gym. You don't need to go to a gym, right? Right, to like, work out outside but, of class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, do yeah. some sort of. I think I don't know. I mean, I have mixed feelings about that because I think if you're a newer student hearing this and you feel like oh shit I'm not doing enough. And I think Aikido is a really great entry into physicality. At least it was for me. Mm -hmm. And so like hearing that, I I want you to understand that like that is a next step, a next level, you know, Um, and that's not something that you have to do until you feel like it's time. And I think that's a natural like if you're really interested in what you're doing, then that that step will naturally come. I think what you I mean, at least for me, it's like so you start doing the thing. And then as you're doing the thing, you realize that like, mm, there, I need to be stronger in this way or I need to be faster in the, you know. Mm-hmm. And so then then you begin to sort of realize the the places that you want to to gain physicality. Right. In. Exactly right. I think that's um, exactly right. And the, the problem is, I think, for a lot of Aikido is like if you're just doing forms, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of possibility for that right because you know the most that people are going to do is some kind of geowaza and then it's like well i need to have cardio because i get tired well yeah part of that is just you're not breathing right as you're doing it or whatever (laughs) right right? like this is what we like i remember when we see new people yeah right that's i mean prep for my black belt i remember doing tons of rondori before my black belt and being exhausted and i started riding bike because i was like when i do my black belt test i don't want to be huffing and puffing winded yeah Yeah. that would suck i still ended up huffing and puffing right well but i I made a good effort i would have been huffing and puffing worse yeah no i mean i think i was gonna say i think that that car like the cardio thing is actually one of the first ways that a lot of iq people end up exercising outside of class because They're doing lots of like, I think in most styles, there's a lot of getting up and getting down and rolling and moving around of some kind. And so people tend to get winded from that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, all right, I need to just do something to help me because like I'm tired of huffing and puffing. Right, 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 right. You know, you do that thing where you're like trying not to show that I'm that I'm tired. super tired after <laughs> doing to show five tired. minutes of geoaz <laughs> yep, or whatever. Yep, yep. And so you're like trying to regulate your breathing Ooh. and not look tired. Ooh. Go grab a drink of water and just be like, play it cool, play it off. It's funny. I bet I bet what you're saying is really true. I hadn't thought about this, but I bet for most people, cardio conditioning is yeah. the first thing that tells them I need to do something right. more than this right. because I'm so exhausted that I can't enjoy and focus on this. Right. You know, yes. I'm just too tired. Right. You know? Yeah. And that I mean, that really does. That's true. Like, I think that can change your experience of the class. And it's like if that's so distracting that you're getting distracted from getting to learn what you want to learn, then it's a little less fun. Yeah, you that's know. right. Yeah, you know it's funny. This is a, a side story, but um, so I remember, you know, as a kid, like getting out of breath, and that, that term specifically, like, oh, you're out of breath, you know. And I associated being out of breath with breathing heavy, right? Like, yeah, yeah, breathing heavy. And so um, I remember, you know, my whole life, I was like, oh, you know, when I get to be in really good shape, 
um, I won't breathe heavy yeah. anymore. That's what I thought, right. you know? Yeah. And then I remember I just got done doing a long session of a bunch of mixed martial arts stuff. And I was working out with this guy. And it was like we weren't like pushing our absolute hardest, but we were going. Yeah. We'd gone for a while. And after we were talking and I realized that I was breathing really heavy, but I also wasn't out of breath. Uh-huh. Like my yeah. body needed oxygen. So I was breathing heavy, but there was no associated like fatigue and right. like like pain and trouble with it. You know, so I wasn't out of breath. I wasn't breathing to pull breath in as quick as possible. Right. I was breathing heavy because I needed to. And then that's when I completely let go of that thing you're talking about. It made me think of it when you said, well, I'm trying to look like I'm not breathing heavy because I think <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm out of shape if I if I'm breathing heavy. But it's like, no, if you're working hard, you'll you, always you breathe always, heavy. Right. There's, there's no way around was, that. Like, right. That's my thing is like. Well, at a certain point, like your body just does what it does, and it's like, yeah, if you're wor- if you're working to your hardest, there is no doubt that that is what will happen. Right. Yes. Because that's what's happening. Right. You know, you see the people after they, you know, the even Olympians after they run, they're like doubled over, like you know, that's pretty and normal. They need yeah. like a little bit of time to. Sure. Sure. Yeah, and, and I mean, I do want to make a, themselves. I want to make a distinction between like you know going maximal because maximal is always always maximal, you sure, know. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, if I if I sprint my hardest, no matter who I am, uh, I will always get right. exhausted at the end. But you know, when you're not in shape at all, if you're breathing heavy, you're feeling fatigued and tired and right. like out of breath. But w- when you get into shape, you could be breathing heavy for a very very long time, right. and you're not fatigued and out of shape. You just need more. Right. Oxygen. You can go again if you need right. to go That's again. Exactly right. Yeah. This is sort of a like a spectrum that I started to discover when I started doing more physical stuff. It's exactly the spectrum this. now. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I mean. So like when you are not in very good shape, which like I wasn't for a very long time. Like I wasn't in bad shape, but it wasn't in good shape. Um, you were skinny fat. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Um, I think she was that's, skinny, skinny, I think. Skinny, skinny. I, well, I think that's the thing. And it's skinny fat, but like uh, <clears throat> I know what you're saying. skinny out of shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right, as yeah. opposed to fat and fit, fit your yeah. Yeah, yeah. Skinny, um, like uh, like if people looked at you, they would go, oh, she, like what? I was young you, and didn't think about it. Right. That's what I was. Yeah. Um, so many of us were. <laughs> young and didn't think about it. Um, no, so like what you're talking about is exactly that thing of like, you you just you start moving moving around and you go from relaxed to right Ooh, out of breath right right like yeah, there's that's right. no yeah, yeah. in between between I'm relaxed and I'm in a, a relaxed chilling phase to I'm, oh, I'm fucking tired and I've noticed as I do more shit like the the range between feeling completely relaxed and feeling like gassed is way longer and there's right, much right, more right, like right. areas of tiredness in between that I never knew existed. And it's really cool. I don't know. I was telling Chris this the other day. I was like, hey, being sweaty is kind of kind of fun. <laughs> and so, look, I feel like to people that work out, they're like, yeah. Yeah. To me, I it was like always it. a like, symbolic of – It was of, a sign, that, it was bad a sign that bad things were happening. <laughs> oh, you know? I'm doing too much work. Right. right. Or like, you know, I know like especially I feel like women, they get weird about being sweaty. Yeah, because you, you know, all stink. Y'all stink. JK, JK. Right, straight from the horse's mouth. Right. Uh, but that's what glass, you think, right? Throw stones, like, glass houses, right. something about that, Josh. Oh no, I uh, definitely stink. I'm not gonna. But that's what they think. That's yeah. What, you you're like, I don't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I think like like if you're not someone who works out on a regular basis, then you're like, ah, sweating. It's not good. I don't you know don't want to get it. Like 
But I think when you start working out, you go like, oh, sweating, because like sweating means I'm working hard in a bad way because like I'm out of breath and things aren't good. But like when you start to work out, you go like sweating is symbolic of having a good time, right. you know, That's getting, right. yeah. you know, getting worked out and, getting you know, endorphins going right. endorphins. Good. And, yeah. and I, I start to associate sweating with like feeling better after. I yeah. always go like if I don't like if if we're done and I'm not sweating, then it's like, eh. Yeah, did I really yeah. did I do anything? Did I, you know, like yeah. I need to have that point of like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now I hit it. Where like, right. yeah. I'm breathing a little hard. I'm sweating. Like that's how I know that we. But I think that's like if you haven't been on that other side of that, then you kind of don't get that. Like this is why people work out. Like they actually right. it feels it's good. It's fun. It's fun to work out. Yeah. So what? So looking at Aikido specifically, and we've sort of hit it. Like so, cardio is the big like. But what's the other, like, what are the other things, if we're saying anything at all? And, like, for us, I think it's a little different, especially now, because we're, we're sort of transitioning into this, in the school, into a, a state where we're getting into more live training, more active, movement-based stuff, um, where it is important to be a little more physical, what are the things that are like, look, I don't need to be super fucking strong, do I? <laughs> well, do what I? does strong mean? I mean, you do need to be super fucking strong. I, I don't know. Like, I just, I just, just plop something on my plate and I'm like, I don't, well, I don't know what that is. What yet. is that? So, I mean, do I need a fork and knife or I do th- I need a spoon? What do I need? I think this is why we're having this conversation is because I think like, Chris, you spent a lot of time thinking about this stuff. And, like, not that I haven't spent time thinking about this, but I don't think near as much as you. And so I think I understand what question Josh is asking. But I think to you, you're like, yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense because there's a million ways to be strong. Yeah, it like, makes sense. Yes, I need to. <laughs> yes, you need to be strong. Well, yeah. because Get the fuck out. Like, of course. <laughs> Go get strong. Like, then talk to me. <laughs> like, yes, you need to be strong. Like, of course. Right. But I think no. when people, when people would, like, I don't know necessarily know if Josh means this specifically, but when people say strong, I th- they they think uh, a guy flexing with right. big biceps. I don't right, need right, to go right, and right. do a. Bunch you don't need of to be a bodybuilder. Yeah, that's exactly bu- right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You don't need to do a ton of bench press. Like, but like, yeah. So what should whatever. you work on? Yeah. Okay, so I'm yeah. only going to speak for my system, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about it for my system. Like, so I think you should be unilaterally strong. So meaning, like, you, you should. You should be able to be strong on each side of your body. Okay. I think it's okay. really important, right? So, like, like left doing, to right, you mean? Yeah, like doing a lot of balance work and like uh, being able to, um, you know, hop one leg to the other leg, being able to hop on one leg, being able because the reason why I think that's important is because you're going to be in lots of weird situations in Rondori where you're going to literally have to hop over to the other foot or balance exactly right and so like people are shoving you around it's like you've got to turn on a dime literally a lot of times in Aikido so being strong and well balanced like that super super important Mm -hmm. right Um, I think you should be quick but I don't necessarily think you need to be fast so I'm going to differentiate with this with Mm -hmm. I don't think you need to be able to run a 50 meter dash or you know anything else like very fast but you need to be able to quickly make decisions and put your feet down and the faster your feet can move the faster you can go wherever you, it is you want to go you know so you should be able to change directions very very fast you should be able to get over things very Quick very quickly right so you know all my emphasis would be basically you know how you train an nfl running back is is i think a lot of how you should train 
um, an Aikido person. And the reason is because they're facing the same kind of situations where they need to move in tight quarters really fast with people trying to shove them and people falling down around their feet and stuff happening all the time. Right. And so how do you get out of those tight situations? And that's what you need. So that's that's where you should be working. So you need strong legs. You need legs that can go long and you need legs that are fast and can change directions. That's what you need. All the stuff that makes my butt hurt. That's right, man. It makes like even butt hurt. right now, I'm just sitting here, like from training, like oh, my butt kind of hurts. That's a so. good. That's a good hurt. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> and I say butt, I mean my the the muscles. Yes. Just in case anyone gets the wrong idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I I tend to agree. I think it's what's difficult. Uh, so what's difficult is I think so for a lot of schools if you're just doing forms, you know, how much physicality even comes into the the play? And if you're just doing like geowaz, then it really is just cardio. Get your cardio up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and so all this is just you. Know, what do you want to do with it? And that's why I said you know I can only speak from my sure. system yeah, yeah. because you know if you're doing Aikikai, for example, you need to have good cardio because those fuckers want to do geowaz right, all right, day right, long, right. you know. And so it, you got to get up and get down a whole ton, and your heart's going to be beating, and you got to be breathing heavy. If you want to do Iwama, you need to have a strong upper body because they're going to twist the shit out of your joints all the time. Right, right, <laughs> and so right, if yeah. you don't have strong connections through your arm, you're going to get hurt, right? right. So so, you need to, yeah. so that all needs to be really strong. So it depends on the system that you're studying as to what you need to develop and like for me and the direction i'm headed with the school is you need to be fast and agile and and move quickly that's what you need to be able to do and also in your mind yeah in your mind yeah but that's a different topic maybe we'll hit that one next time how to be strong in your mind how to be agile in your mind agile in your mind i like that that's good i think this is something that you're coming up against so going back to like the level a level b level c right so like if you have someone to coach you, then that's kind of taking care of the level C, like the meta level of like someone looking after your development mm-hmm. and the direction you need to go in order to develop towards the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think right now what you're coming up against is like, of course, we're a martial arts, so we're very skill oriented, like we're oriented towards uh, we want to uh, perform the system of Aikido well. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that level B, like doing you know, the equivalent of, like, play the game of basketball. Right. Um, Learning the skills. Right. Um, but right now, what you're, I think what you're coming up against is starting to realize, like, in order to really push towards what you believe performing the system of Aikido is, is you have to get the people, at least, that you currently have, because we're all just regular people. Mm-hmm. It, you're, Not you're, me. I'm super. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have to been start doing to... doing this a long time, Maya. Come on. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Um <laughs> You, you have to, uh, you're, I think you're starting to go like, ah, I need to do a little bit of the conditioning, uh, like, like agility, like physicality yeah. stuff with us yeah. I mean, because to, you need to pull us to, up enough right. to That's get right. us to the level right. Right. to where we can perform the system of Aikido, which is that right. skill set. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and also in a way that's not going to hurt you. That's exactly right. right. I mean, yes. on the that's, docket that's the for thing. you guys for the next month and a half probably is just 
strengthening all the connections all the way through your lower chain, right? So like your butt needs to be stronger, your quads need to be stronger, your calves need to be stronger. Like I want your ligaments stronger. So that way, as we go into faster and faster stuff, you're less likely to get hurt and you can go longer because there's nothing worse than starting to go hard and you get hurt and then you're off for four months right. and then you can't yeah. go and because you can't make progress sort of, that way. Uh, that's the thing that we always came up against in the past and we've actually talked about it on the podcast where it's like we you can't go you can't just jump into the geowaza no. or into the rondori because that's what'll happen that's and right. that's what's happened for us and uh, invariably any time that we've gotten into a process where we start doing this often you know um that's what happens yeah one person gets hurt one person gets hurt one person gets hurt and then suddenly it's like well now we have to take four months of nothing to get back to where we that's were right. And so, yeah, I think it's and, – and the other thing is also a little bit of the tr- of understanding understanding your physicality in the training. So understanding your limits of what you're able to do. Yeah. And I think that's a little difficult for some people Sure, too, absolutely. Because you yeah. just want to go in and, and go full force, but it's like, no, no, no. no and I mean that's also where I think, um, you know, and, and, you know, if you look at any of my work, like I build everything this way, like – there is a slow progression to every skill set that I teach because I want you to realize where your level is and where you, you so you start saying like this is a little dicey right, for me right, you know right, and right. so I need to work a level below this so that's why you know every exercise I have has a building from here's the most basic idea second most third most you know until we get up to to a crazy level um, because I think you need to realize where that is for you but my job as the teacher is to make sure you guys are as strong as you can be so it's less likely right. that that happens you know? and it seems to me like like this time around you you have you know this is why you're this is the the level b you see or whatever it is like the coach level um you're building your skill set in how to protect us you know make us stronger you know advise like you know devise a class that is balanced in a way that doesn't push us over the top but right. pushes us in the right ways right. and so on and so forth and it, it sounds like you're you, you're spending more and more time paying attention to how to craft that that's right which is exactly what needs to happen in order to make the rest of us you know come up in the way that we need to yeah and i think that a part of that is me getting old like that uh i mean i'm <laughs> well, being no, serious yeah, yeah. where where it's like you know it's becoming less and less about me because it's like well i'm about as maxed out as i'm gonna get you know I'm like not gonna be that and, guy right, right. yeah I, and so i need to train that guy right i need to train because, that guy exactly yeah, right yeah. and so like you know my all of my attention now is going to how do i make the best students i possibly right. can that's my goal how do i take uh, a little kian who's high rolled and uh, bring him up so he can. Uh, so in five years, he's crushing. Right. He's just crushing, crushing people. And by crushing, you mean uh, running away. And yeah, I mean running away really fast. No yeah, one can get right, them. Right. <laughs> He'll cut their head off if they come too close. That's that's what I mean. <laughs> cool. Uh, what are we on our 54 time? minutes, man. Man, so this it. is what I was thinking. Because I feel like we probably have another 30 minutes in this. Uh, yeah, if we, we really wanted to. Um and I was thinking, ah, we're probably burning close. To... So, yeah, I I apologize if we hit this a little chaotically. I think part I think of the good. part of the interaction is always like Chris, like I said, has you spent a lot more time kind of digging into what these things are and how they kind of piece apart and whatnot. And neither of us have really. And right, so right. the questions that we ask and the way that we think about things is often kind of sort of vague and you know not in right. the right it's, order necessarily. Right, right, right. It's often like a big circle to get back to the thing that right, like we right, want right. because we don't even know what 
what questions we don't to ask. Even know, right. We yeah. don't even know how to ask the questions because we're like, well, here's the thing that I thought about right yeah. now. Like Exactly. As yeah. we're talking about it, I suddenly realized that. Yeah. But I mean, I think, um, I think you guys brought up awesome stuff because it's so easy to like just make a mix out of everything in your head and you don't realize the difference between a skill set and the task and athleticism and you know there's so much that goes into it and so you know if you just you know like are you strong and fast or are you not strong and fast you know like yeah and i think uh, unfortunately with aikido like i think it is as maya was saying and this is an awesome part about it is it is a lot of people's first window into some kind of athletic endeavor and so it's like that's cool. Like you, you feel accepted and wanted and maybe you didn't playing baseball or whatever, you know, like, um, but it's like, okay, but now it's also time to really start to learn about that stuff. You know, like it's also interesting. This is something that I've, uh, heard several times now, uh, about being strong and fast. So I remember once upon a time we had a guy who came and trained for a whole lot, uh, a whole uh, while. And then he left and then he came back. And when he came back, uh, he made a statement, something to like, Oh, everyone's got so much stronger. Uh-huh, right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. And then the other night uh-huh. we were doing a bunch of stuff, and and uh, one of the people I was training with was like, "Oh man, you're so fast." Okay. And I'm like, I don't think either of those things were necessarily true. Uh huh. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? In the because way that they think. In the way that they think, because I think that like what he associated with being stronger was just being better at the skill, and the same thing with me being fast. It's like. I don't think it's actually me being, I mean, I probably am fast, but I think it's like, I understand the, the skill. I understand the timing. You're making better, better decisions. I'm making better yeah, decisions, more efficient with your which, movement. which yeah. makes you think that I'm faster than I am. Right. Yep. That's right. right. And I, and, and that's a weird little thing with Aikido too, um, where, you know, if you are ahead of the action, which you should be. It will be perceived that you are stronger and faster than you are. Right, 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 right. So you don't necessarily need to be stronger and faster if you have that other skill, uh, which we didn't talk (laughs) at all here. But there is an Aikido maybe. I mean, I guess all martial arts are sort of this way. But Aikido sort of lives in this area where if you are good at it, your physicality isn't as important. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's bringing a whole nother matrix into so, it. I right, think yeah. we'll leave it there and let people <laughs> stew on that one. Yeah, I mean, maybe we can continue the conversation next I mean, week. I think maybe that's, that's a good topic. Maybe that is a good topic to to say like, you know, why physicality might not how I, physicality. I, might I really be. think there's such a bummer in in what you're saying because I, know, I think a I lot know. of people when they hear that they think that there's some mystic power. And they're going to tap into that by doing Aikido and there's not, you know, like grappling hard is grappling hard. There's no trick around it. Like running hard is running hard. All this, all all physical activity is physical activity. There's no trick, but you don't necessarily have to get into the physical activity. And there are ways to keep yourself from getting entrenched in a physical activity. And so like that is a way to not have to have as much physicality. Yeah. And I think, I mean, one of the things that we're always trying to train is like trimming off the fat of movements. Right, you know, right, it's right. always Efficiency, like yeah. being more efficient with stuff. And I think often, like what you're talking about, Josh, is people think, "Oh, you're fast," and it's like, "No, I just no, did no, that no. the most efficient just, way. Right. My foot moved at the same speed; it just moved at the right, perfect spot right, that right. you are still not figuring out yet." All right. Well, let's thank our patrons who allow us to have these awesome sound baffles, so that uh, if the sound is slightly different than normal. 
So my ears are telling me fine. that it's way better. Uh-huh. Um, but the meter's telling me that it's not as much oh. better as, as you know, and so I'm wondering if I'm having a placebo effect here. Okay. But the meter's still picking up more than I would like to okay. see it pick up. Well, but it sounds better to me. It sounds much better. It sounds better good in the, in, the, in the cans, yeah, as in they say. Yeah, in these cans. <laughs> well, thank you so much to our patrons who make it possible for us to try at least to produce a good podcast. Um, so thank you so much to Logan Grumpy Juice Heinrichs, <laughs> Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, the Dirt Wasp Podcast, Chris Comouth, Jackie Champagne. I love that. Jackie Champagne. That is hot. I might uh, just change my <laughs> Jackie Champagne. That's hot. Hey guys, Jackie Champagne. Jackie Champagne. That is. I love it. You uh, see, Combat Con is not a decision to to be taken lightly. It is one that has to be hit hard or blended. To, blended with to the highest degree okay i love all that right, all right that's all a, right. a free um advertisement for combat con yeah. which yeah. we're all about yeah yep. uh brad v yaro madrona i'm Yueshva, and i approve this message of course you do brooke Ferragamo, ben grandmaster flowers aldrich that's tommy a, that's a lovely title. francis cordone scott burns dave dewberry ascension center barrett lippy sam sulian randy stewart hillary jones constantinus andrew Fran. sometimes i pay attention martin really <laughs> yeah, samgu brian crowley lisa klein sharon okada christopher acido matt mumford grant templin and lenny akuna perfect all right all right grant templin went back to grant templin i yeah. see that's good i like that i, I kind of like the switching back and forth because yeah. then I, I still know he's there and i'm right. my heart yeah. is he's there. He's there. comforted grant listened grant listened yeah today. he's there um, so tip of the week Tip of the week. Okay, this is a really uh, random one, um, but Chris gave it to me, and I oh, keep okay. thinking about it. Okay. Um, so, so Chris told me uh, because he's been in a million martial arts classes and been very thirsty many times. Um, very, very thirsty. thirsty. Um, he recommended to me a while back, like, "Hey, if you're super thirsty and you're in the middle of a workout and you you take a quick drink of water, don't chug a bunch because of course uh, yeah, it, yeah, it sloshes yeah. around in your stomach, yeah, that's which no good. which that's we all worst. know." And then you have to do rolls and flips and stuff. And then yeah. you're like, ooh, I'm so going to vomit on you. He said, a way to make yourself feel like you got more water than you did is to swish the water around in your mm-hmm, mouth. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it like quenches the the thirst that you have inside yeah. your mouth. And for me, that's been fucking amazing. That's a great yeah. tip. That's it's great. One. And I, I used it right now during the podcast. My mouth was dry and I swished some water around and I felt great. Because so, we make my roll. While, yeah. while yeah, Josh yeah. and I are talking, I'm like, start your rolls. Get over there. And then she's rolling. So like, hey, water sloshing That's why I'm quiet belly. as I'm rolling. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, my tip of the week would be uh, get in shape. Yeah, get the what, Whatever that it's good, means. It's a good one. Like whatever one. that means for you. you it's know. a good one. If it means My shape running, is potato. Yeah. Uh, if it means running, if it means whatever it means, whatever you think it means, think about what it means. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take totally. this podcast, live with it for a little bit, try to understand what your physicality needs are, and go there. I like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, now's a good time, right? So you're ahead of the holidays, and so if you're, you're thinking about like starting to get yourself into shape. And maybe losing some weight. You know, I'm trying to lose weight right now because, man, COVID has been terrible for my body. Um, but, you know, now is a good time to kind of jump ahead of it. Mm-hmm. And so then on January 1st, when you feel like a fat piece of shit because you haven't done anything in a long time, you already kind of had a head start, yeah. you know. And so, like, look, you're going to get a couple of months in and then fall off the wagon when the turkey comes around. I'm going yeah, to, yeah. right? But at least you'll have a jump on it. And so when January rolls around, you won't be right. quite as fat as you would be. If you ignored it all this time. Chris was telling me too something to think about is like even though you get on a diet or you get into shape and then you fall off and then you do that again, you fall off and you feel like, oh man, I always am falling off and I'm never getting as far as I want to. That's not time wasted. Like you didn't 
um, you're building that ability in your body much better and also in your you know in your mind is your ability to go at that hard uh, it's getting better all the time and and the more you build muscle the easier it is for you to build muscle so every time it is easier for you so like you're it's not wasted and that's right at all absolutely and that has comforted me more than once all right right, guys this was a good one i really had fun on this one good i don't know if you noticed it but i I feel like i had me too it's a good one All right, we'll see y'all, talk to y'all next week.